Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 61 of Gaming with Grief, calling this episode On to the New Island. I'll get into that soon. There's two titles I'll be talking about today. First, let me get through all the intro stuff. Uh, this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, on Monday at 7 a.m. Uh, it's also on SoundCloud. I'm recording this Sunday night, so this will hit a little bit. Uh, it'll hit SoundCloud usually right after I uh, you know, get it on SoundCloud, so you can find it there. Look for my name, Joseph Carlson. Uh, on my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think. Also, I'm on iTunes. Uh, just look for the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, like, subscribe, let me know what you think of it there. Um, and also, if you want to drop me a line, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. That's gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, I'll answer your questions. <clears throat> Excuse me, answer your questions, stuff like that. Uh, and now, on to the show. So I'm calling this uh, episode On to the New Island uh, because there's been a lot of stuff that I've been playing. Uh, last week, I told you guys I went and got a COVID test. That means that I am self-quarantined for 14 days. My work is actually very uh, appreciative and really supportive. They're not giving me any shade or anything. Um, they're just being really nice. So um, we got one test back. This is negative. We have to go get retested next week. Uh, there is a backup of tests, so hopefully I'll be able to get that test back pretty quickly and be able to go back to work. But the good news is, because I've been quarantined with COVID, I've had a lot of time to play games. Um, it's actually been really good. I've been writing a lot, reading, uh, playing games, getting caught up on that. Um, you know, uh, getting Instacart stuff delivered to your door is pretty amazing. Uh, it's kind of nice not to really have to go anywhere. And the hustle and bustle just kind of slows down when you're physically not, you know, you can't go anywhere. You're not allowed to go anywhere. So, uh, all right. So game-wise. So the two games I'm going to talk about today is Hyperscape, which opened o- open beta on PC uh, last Sunday, Ubisoft had a presentation, UB Forward. Uh, there was a sneak peek of this, I think, a week before. It is their Battle Royale. So it is their Fortnite. It is their Apex Legends. It is their PUBG. It's done by Ubisoft. Uh, the There's a couple cool things about this. The reason why this episode is called On to the New Island is because when you load into this world, uh, the conceit is you are in a virtual world. Uh, it's basically Ready Player One. The world is terrible. Everybody logs into this server to have a good time where everything looks a little bit Tronish, which is kind of neat. I actually like the look of it. I know some people said it was bland. I like it. Apparently, the city was based off of Paris. So, um, I don't know. I like it. You see, uh, they call it, uh, they don't call it the Louvre, they call it Mona, uh, is basically the Louvre. Uh, there's the cathedral in the center. I think that's called the Red Lion. Basically, there's districts. It's like in Fortnite. You can drop at different places. You basically are up on these towers overlooking the map before you drop in. Everything looks very digital. Everything around you is very Tron-like. Like, it's not formed all the way. It's just shapes. But the main city where you fight is fully formed. Uh, has kind of a future sci-fi, like, Overwatch uh, thing, which is kind of neat. Um, and I like it because instead of a circle randomly appearing in the city... What happens is part of the map disintegrates, so everything gets smaller and smaller, so you guys can duke it out to the end to see who is the uh, winner. Uh, I think it's Crown the crown Rush. So they have two things. One, just like regular Battle Royale, if you're the last person standing, boom, you win. You get a, uh, a win under your belt. 
Um, that's cool and everything. But there's this new thing. If you're in teams, or it's the last three people, I believe, there's teams of three. And then if you're the last three people, I believe, there's something called Crown Rush, where a crown, a digital crown, appears kind of on one of the districts and obviously hasn't disintegrated yet. You guys rush to it. You try to take each other out. If you hold the crown for 45 seconds, you win. Or obviously, if you eliminate everybody, then you win that way. So they call it Crown Rush. There is a single drop crown rush where you're all alone, kind of a free-for-all, and there is uh, teams. They said there's something else coming later. I imagine that's duos or something like that. Long story short, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, the weapons are pretty stock, like there's a machine gun, there is a um, you know, submachine gun pistol, uh, heavy pistol, there's a weird um, there's a sniper rifle, there's a strange energy weapon that shoots ball of energy and like does DOT if you're in the area effect, it takes a long time to cycle up. There's a, a grenade launcher that does shoots like thumping, you know, thumps uh, grenades forward, I kind of like it. Um, this game is all about verticality, so you can jump, if you jump on a car roof, it'll knock you up over a building, there's jump pads all over. Uh, they want you to get as high as possible. The It's very easy to fall. If you get anywhere near a surface, you automatically get to the next surface, which I like. So everything seems so frantic. Uh, again, just like other battle royals, when you drop, you have a baton, which you can use as a melee weapon. Everybody has one. And you can knock open crates, and you get weapons, and maybe you'll get ammo and stuff like that. And what they did now, it's just like Overwatch, where every character has abilities. You can hold up to two abilities. Uh, I played on PC, so you either use Q or E to activate them. There's anything from a healing ability that'll heal you or your allies in a circle. There's an armor ability, which obviously just makes you harder to take down. Um, and you move a little bit slower. There's an invisibility one. Um, the moment you fire out of invisibility, uh, what else is there? There's a teleport one, so you blink forward so you can get the heck out of there. There's also one that I like called the ball, which is you. it just makes a big, bouncy metal ball around you and you can use that and control it and bounce all the way off the map to get away. I think it's more of a defensive thing. Uh, the moment you fire, the ball disintegrates and you're back in it again. Uh, there's also a wall one where you, you wall off a section of a street or an underpass so it just stops your stops people from getting there. I'm trying to think if there's any other. There's a mine. I don't really like the mine. You have to aim it and shoot it forward. Uh, there's also like a sonic blast that's like a force push. I didn't have very much luck with that. It's really hard to land, and it seems very specific to an area. So instead of like a shockwave, even though it's called shockwave, you have to be really specific with the way you aim it. And I just wasn't good in a pinch on PC. Um, I'm a terrible uh, Battle Royale player. So, uh, you know, if you see me in there, I'm going to be totally easy pickings for you guys out there. If you want to just, you know, come after me, get the easy kill. Um, it's fun, though. I like it. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything. I like the verticality of it, um, and I like the fact that they're letting you try out the Battle Pass, which basically is just a version, I think, of what they're going to charge you for, because everything in this game is free. Everything is cosmetic. Your drop pod looks different. Maybe your, your, uh, you can spray hit the walls. That looks different. Uh, your baton that you get, you can make that look different. Somebody made theirs look like an axe, which is a little bit scary, but um, all that stuff's cosmetic, but they're giving people like a free battle pass to try out. You have to get 200 points to get a tier. Usually when you get a tier, you get a reward, like I said, a spray paint, where you can make your drop pod look different, uh, stuff like that. Um, it's all cosmetic and good. I don't think it's predatory at all. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get the battle pass when it comes out or when it launches. I don't think they've announced that. They said this summer, but right now it's an open beta and you can try it out. 
Uh, you can, you know, you can uh, see what you think of it. Like I said, I'm terrible. If you want an easy kill, just log in. Uh, look for my name. You have to download Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft Player. I'm uh, the Last Rogue Zero Four. So, you know, just come after me. I guess uh, make it easy. Rack up your kills. They do do cool things between matches where you have challenges. So uh, it'll be like, hey, do this amount of damage, you'll get 200 points. Now, you only need 200 points to get to the next tier. So actually, all these little things you're doing, you're getting points here and there. Oh, um, you know, you knocked open so many crates. You get a couple stars. You lasted a long time. You get so many stars. All these stars get you to the next tier, and you need 200 stars to get to the next tier. It always feels kind of like you're moving forward. Even someone like me who's terrible, it feels really good. Uh, there was also something else I was going to mention about the game that just totally slipped my mind. I can't believe that I can't remember it. Um, i trying to think. So there's that. There's this. The thing. I'm just stalling for time. Uh, it's a really good battle royale. Like I said, I, I don't know. They haven't said when it's going to launch, but it's an open beta. You could try it out. They want there to be feedback. Uh, you can let them know what you think. Um, I know some people online have said that they don't feel that the guns hit as hard as they need to hit, but um, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel it's a problem. I, I feel like you know every time I lose, it's my fault. You know, somebody gets a drop on me, or I try to melee them and they have a machine gun, which is a terrible idea. Just letting you guys know that. Um, yeah, but try it out. You get again. You have to download uh, the Ubisoft Player. It's free to download. The game is free. Again, I think they're going to sustain it with microtransactions, so that's how they're going to keep up on everything. Uh, yeah, and like I said, there's one thing I was going to mention, and I can't uh, think of it. But, you know, it'll come to me when I'm on my next section, uh, when I'm talking about the next game. So the next game I'm going to talk about is Ghost of Tsushima. That came out this the 17th of this month. Um, it unlocked, actually, Thursday at 9 p.m. because uh, I'm on the West Coast. So, yep, eat that East Coast. Just kidding. Just listen to my podcast, East Coast. I didn't mean to throw shade at you. Anyway, first party Sony exclusive. It's done by I'm in Washington State. It's done by a local developer, Sucker Punch out of Bellevue. They've done the infamous games that came out on the Sony PlayStation uh, 3. And then they did uh, um, Infamous Second Son that came out on uh, PlayStation 4. Uh, I want to say they did some Sly Cooper too. You know, I probably should have done a little more research. But uh, long story short, this is their new game. I think it's been six or seven years between their last release. I know their first game came out at the beginning of the PlayStation 4 life cycle, probably within six months. It was Infamous Second Son, took place in Seattle. Being from the Seattle area, it was kind of neat to see that in a game. But I think they mentioned in an interview that they couldn't get a right, they couldn't get the rights to a lot of things, and um, probably the PS4 was new tech at the time, so. There's some parts of the Seattle area that looked a little nondescript, but there's things that they did add in there, like the Elephant Car Wash, of course, the Space Needles there, uh, coffee shops, they got the Science Center. Uh, That was kind of cool to see that. Uh, That's kind of neat. But uh, long story short, so the new game is called Ghost of Tsushima. It is quasi-based in reality. It's kind of based on the idea there's the 13th century... Uh, invasion, as I understand it, between the Mongols when they invaded China, or I'm sorry, Japan, and this is kind of like their fictional retelling of that. Uh, you play Jin, uh, Jin Sakai. He uh, survived a battle on the beach when the Mongols invaded. He was kind of uh, swept away towards safety, and uh, basically, you're trying. I'm only in the beginning parts of the game. I spent about 20 hours. There's one big island you're on, but three sections. I'm in the lower section. You work your way north. I've probably spent about 20 hours 
this weekend playing it, and let me tell you, I'm hooked. I uh, as soon as I log off here and get the editing done, probably gonna go back and play for a little bit. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. So what I do like about the game is one presentation. Uh, they said Sucker Punch said some representatives said, hey, uh, you know we love Japanese cinema. We tried to replicate that as much as we could, and it really feels like it. Uh, you know the uh, title screens for the uh, missions are just a single splash screen with the uh, Japanese characters kind of coming down in a straight line very movie-esque very Akira Kurosawa in fact you can turn all the color off in the game and play it with a film grain they call it Akira Kurosawa mode you can chain it uh, put the Japanese uh, in, you can put Japanese language English subtitles I'm playing in English with ja- uh, with uh, I'm just playing it in English um, but it's really good basically you find out through the grapevine that you're a samurai Obviously, you try to fight the Mongol invasion. Like I said, you get kind of whisked away to safety because it doesn't work out for you. Your uncle gets captured. Uh, he trained you to be a samurai from a young boy. Uh, you're basically trying to free your uncle right now and basically revenge, you know, avenge him and also uh, have revenge for uh, the Mongols who took over the island. Uh, and you meet a lot of people. All the side people are actually uh, pretty interesting. I know I've read a little bit online that people didn't like the main character. They don't like Jin. They think he's a little bland. I actually like how stoic is. I think it adds a little bit. And uh, some of the um, some of the Japanese movies, I haven't seen every Akira Kurosawa movie or every Japanese cinema movie, but the ones I've seen, the main character is a little bit stoic. And I actually enjoy that they kept that aesthetic. And then people say, oh, he's kind of bland. But he is kind of walking a line. And they do introduce very early on, uh, you help a woman, I want to say Yuka or Yuma, you help her, and she kind of is a thief, right? She says, hey, uh, you go to go back in and, like, you know, get your, bust your uncle out after you heal up. And she says, listen, this uh, place, this fort, the Mongols have taken over. There's a lot of people. We can't just go in there, and you can't just, uh, you know, challenge everybody to do duel, which you can't do in the game, which is really neat. But she says, we can't do that. You can't, uh, you can't just go in there, you know, swords blazing, as it were. Uh, we, need to, we need to kind of pick these guys off one by one and thin their numbers. And Jen says, you mean like a thief. And she says, well, you call it what you want, but, like, we need to survive. And so through the game, not only do you learn samurai abilities that you level up, you have points to spend in those, like different stances to take on different combatants, whether it be like a, like a, there's like a stone stance for swordsmen or like a water stance for men with shields. Um, and there's um, a few others. Anyway, there's four stances, one for each type of enemy. You use that, they're more effective on them. Uh, and then also you learn uh, ghost traits, like assassinations. Um, you can use smoke bombs or um, my favorite, the kunai, which you throw out and it stuns people. Or you can level it up where it actually just kill people outright, which is really fun. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people, well, not a lot. Some people online have kind of um, dinged the assassination or the stealth part of the game. And I actually think it holds up pretty well. It reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed, and I don't mean that uh, in a bad way. I've been playing a lot. I think I spent about 30 or 40 hours playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I think the stealth in that game is great, and I think that 
uh, Ghost of Tsushima takes that and just refines it just enough through the listening mechanics and just enough of your tools that it makes me really feel like an engine. I like it. And I know people said, ah, oh, it wasn't as good. Um, you, you also, the first two missions they give you, I think, is really well balanced. There's one with Yuma or Yuka. Again, I forget her name. But she basically teaches you how to assassinate people. Once you do that mission with her, you've unlocked assassinations through stealth instead of you running up and trying to do a standoff, which is really great because if someone comes uh, at you and you see them, you can hit up on your direction pad. It even gives you a prompt. And you basically challenge into a duel. And if you're quick enough, you can kill people in one hit. Later on, apparently you can chain those together and kill about four or five people in four or five hits, which is pretty great. I think it's pretty neat. And uh, I heard someone online tell it that I meant to do that button because even if I don't see the people, the prompt comes up. And so you can just initiate a standoff between you and another person when you don't even really see them, which is great because sometimes you're not paying attention. You're like, man, how do I think? Oh, I can just stand off. You can also, one thing that thinks really neat is you can go stealthily, take everybody out. You can ignore the standoff prompt. And then when there's one or two people left, you can just go out and just challenge everybody else. Uh, to take them out at the end and i really like that i think that's really really neat um and right now you're you're grappling in the story with the fact that you are a noble samurai that has been trained by generations of samurai but now you're using the shadows you have to take uh i'll just call her yuma you have to help her and her brother restart a forge he's a blacksmith obviously it's probably going to be a base of operations he does make things for you you have to break him out because he's been taken by the mongols and Yuma starts a story after you liberate him that you are an avenging uh, demon. And people start calling you the ghost of Tsushima. Ha ha, look what they did there. So the idea is with you grappling between the fact that you're a noble samurai, but you're doing what you need to do to survive and keep your clan alive. And I really like that. People say it's kind of crappy. I do have a feeling there's going to be some kind of schism because it keeps cutting to the keep where your uncle is being... Uh, being held prisoner by the Mongols, and the Mongol uh, chieftain is saying, you know, hey, I keep hearing about your nephew, you know, and he's uh, stabbing people in the back. He's being really dishonorable. And I have a feeling you're going to break your uncle out. You guys are going to have words. You may have to leave the clan. Uh, in fact, I have a feeling that's where it's going to go, but I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it is neat that they balance both things, and they do take emotional beats and talk about how he feels that he, you know, feels bad that he betrayed his family and stuff like that. And, um, yeah. Uh, there's tons of customization in the game. Uh, not only do you gather resources like bamboo or uh, steel or stone, well, steel or whatever, to um, you, you gather those things to upgrade your weapons. Uh, you get bows. You get a, a, a short bow and a long bow. You use that stuff to upgrade that. Um, and you get wood like bamboo, and you get like fine wood like wax wood or yew wood. That stuff's a little bit rare to find. You do missions, you get things called supplies, which just looks like a little bindle, but it's basically uh, currency, you know. And when you pick up a thing on the side of the road, it may have five supplies, it may have 15 supplies. Sometimes you do missions and get 100. Sometimes uh, you do things for people, and you will be gifted with 100. Long story short, it's about resources and uh, going to the different tradesmen, like either the weaponsmith, the swordsmith, or the armorsmith, and uh, getting your stuff upgraded. Uh, early on, you get traveler's attire, which I think looks pretty cool. I wear it all the time. Um, every set of armor or whatever gives you benefits. So the traveler's attire opens up uh, the fog of war on the map easier. It's easier for you to explore and stuff like that. Uh, you also get... Um, 
to find collectibles like the controller vibrate, which is actually really helpful. If you um, level up all the way, the controller vibrate a little bit more, so that way you know you're by a collectible or something rare, which is kind of neat. Um, there's actually no waypoints in this game. So like if you set a pin on a map and say, I want to go over here, it doesn't just draw a straight line. It does on the map. But when you're looking in the game, you literally follow the wind. So if you hit, uh, if you swipe up on the uh, pad on the controller, uh, you'll see the wind point in a direction and it'll tell you in the corner how far it is to get to your destination, which I think is an incredibly interesting way to not just drop a pin on a map and it adds a lot of ambiance. Um, if you've been following this game at all and you've seen people play this over a weekend, the one thing you will notice is a lot of people are using photo mode. This game is beautiful. A lot of games graphically look better than this through pores and things like that. There's thing, there's parts in this where they pull away. They don't want to show you people's faces. Uh, sometimes there's like a PS2 model of someone that's dead on the ground. That doesn't matter. What matters is when you're riding through the tall grass and the different plains and your character reaches down on his horse and touches the top of the grass with his hands and the sun rises right over there or sets and it looks beautiful. Uh, I even told my wife to come in and watch. You go on the coast, there's rice paddies, people are uh, farming rice and you get to, I just trotted my horse around and looked at everything and the sun was going down. It was really beautiful. I probably should have taken some photos of that. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll keep playing it the rest of this week. I'll let you know. And one thing, if you guys are trophy hunters out there, one thing that I think is great is the Platinum or the 1K. Well, you can't play it on Xbox, but the Platinum, meaning you did all the little mini challenges in the game and things like that, seems attainable. Nothing is tied to how difficult you play the game, it doesn't seem like. And everything is like an in-game thing of like, hey, go talk to this person or beat this many people at duels. Or, you know, get this item, which is something that you're going to do through upgrading your equipment anyway. It all seems like it's attainable, and I think that's really great. I think they should be applauded for their work. You know, easy trophy lists are kind of amazing. So, um, yeah. So I hard I hard, uh, hard recommend. I don't know if that's a thing. I definitely recommend picking this up if you got the money. I know money's tight right now. Um, I don't know when there's going to be a sale. But this is the end of the PS4 life cycle, so maybe around Christmas or in a few months... Uh, there might be a sale. You'll be able to take advantage of that. So I recommend that. And I think that is going to be the show for the week, guys. So again, uh, this will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, go there. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, drop a comment. Uh, stuff like that. You can also go to iTunes because I'm there. Uh, subscribe, like to the show. Let me know what you think. Drop a comment. Give me some stars. Uh, you know, hey, it's called the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Got a black background with smoke. Check that out. Also, if you want to drop me a line, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there, drop me a line. Let me know what you guys think. And I think with that, guys, be healthy, be safe, wear your mask, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.